welcome to Turning Your Cruising Dreams into Reality podcast. I'm Jackie Parry and it's good to have your company. Today I'd like to read you an article I wrote back in 2008 and it's a destination piece. I wrote it for Cruising Helmsman and the destination is Greenwell Point, New South Wales. Whether you live in Australia or not, why don't you join me on a little journey through this lovely little town. This episode is brought to you by Pentenius Yacht Insurance. Greenwell Paradise. Obviously alien to the place, we haul the dinghy onto the verge dust the sand from our soggy feet and search up and down the grassy banks. A frisson of excitement stirs as we try to grasp the culture of the new surrounds. Like a thief, the grand vistas steal our myopic self-interest of finding supplies. In the distance, blue hills stand proud through the sunny haze and the water's diamonds continue their endless sparkly dance. The symphony of flowery scents greets us amidst the tangy, salt-laden breeze. I defy anyone to visit Greenwell Point on a sunny day and not become absorbed by scenery and birdsong. As we gather our thoughts and shoes, a woman with purposeful strides and a big smile steps from her waterfront garden and makes a beeline for the new faces. Deanne is our welcoming committee. Although short on blazing fanfare from thronged crowds, tugs hooting and people cheering, her welcome into Greenwell Point is definitely on a par, but more noted for its generosity. I see you have just arrived. We have a tap right behind the gate. Please just come in and help yourselves to water any time you need it. She pauses for breath as we allow ourselves to be drawn into the warm embrace of welcome. Diane continues. Any help I can give you at all, please just ask. Now, would you like a cup of tea? Where have you come from? This is typical of Greenwell Point. A surf wave of assistance is forever rolling in time and again. Nestled 15 miles south of Kayama and 15 miles north of Jervis Bay, Greenwell Point is a small village of about a thousand permanent residents overlooking the charming Crookhaven River. Shoalhaven River entrance is immediately north of Crookhaven Head and that bar is now closed due to silting, but Berry's Canal unites the two rivers. Apart from the splendid views I wish I owned, the unique town offers a small supermarket, a post office that sells almost everything, and a rather special butcher's. A couple of restaurants, a bolo, a motel, pub, fish and chips on the foreshore, and plenty of public boat ramps. Award-winning oyster farms, great fishing, boat hire, sandy beaches, Caravan parks, grassy parks and extraordinarily clear water for a cooling dip. I can circumnavigate the town on my bike in 20 minutes with just the snap of drying laundry to interrupt the peace. 
Greenwell Point is primarily a fishing village, famous for its oysters, fish and other seafood. The town was named after an Aboriginal doctor, Greenwell, known for his treatment of snakebite and toothache. For deep-sea fishing, Greenwell Point offers a gateway to Sir John Young Banks, or you can watch the trawlers unload their catch, and some days dolphins glide into the river. From ocean-going craft to tinnies, they can all be launched at one of the easy boat ramps in town. Coupled with beach fishing or boat hire, there is little excuse to go home without a good-sized flathead. There are two courtesy moorings available for visiting cruising boats, managed by the Shoalhaven Marine Rescue Association, that has its base here. About a dozen private moorings are scattered along the river, where the perpetual pumping sea swell never manages to encroach. Anchoring is possible, however the tidal stream runs rapidly around two knots at its peak. Almost perfect, the anchorage is peaceful, protected from most winds and secure. Reassuringly, the local neighbourhood watch extends out to the boats. Once ashore, reaching the bus stop for an hour, or just the local supermarket, it can take an extra hour. Not because there is far to go, it's the residents. Many of them have high strength nautical blood running through their veins. A new boat staying in town creates much interest, and the jungle drums beat at an alarming rate in a small community. The ten minute walk to grab a loaf of bread can take half a day. It's filled with pleasant conversations. Now it is the nearest main town, just 15 minutes away by car or regular bus. Selecting the less frantic back roads, cows and horses line the road, notchalantly chewing. They blink lazily at the rapid cars screaming past. Most days you can witness the wonder of a new calf breaking into the world. And sometimes there is a cow craving liberty, trotting up the lanes. Other residents are the Shoalhaven Marine Rescue Association, who operate a 24-hour rescue and radio service. During summer, they can average up to 3,200 calls a month. Volunteers operate the boats and pilot station. These people do not just talk on the radio and rescue. Relentless fundraising is organised all year round, and we all know the kind of maintenance boats need. It's one of the busiest rescue associations in New South Wales. Craving a rest from salty sojourns, we settle into village life and soon find ourselves part of the Marine Rescue Association. With two boats to service, many miles to cover and a mass of eager volunteers, we attend weekly training session with Paul Clausen, one of the skippers. Each Tuesday we train as we are at hand and we can regularly be called out to aid a rescue, which are more often than not towing jobs. It's a nice bit of history about the area. In a whaleboat at the end of 1879, Bass and his crew of six travelled south past Black Point and followed around the bight of Seven Mile Beach before discovering the mouth of the Shoalhaven River. Of the river, he wrote, is very narrow at the entrance, 
the south side of which is formed by a rocky point, and the north by a breaking spit of sand which runs from a sandy point, the great part being filled up with mud and sand. This place deserves no better name than the Shoals Haven. Bassany's crew spent three days exploring the Crookhaven River. The paddle steamer Coolangatta, built at Shoalhaven, carried farm produce to the ocean-going steamers at Greenwell Point. History books note that the 87-tonne wooden vessel was built in the 1840s and 1865, in two different sources of information. Maybe they started building the boat in the 40s and finished it in 65. At 99 feet long, it was ideal for its work on the Shoalhaven River. Because of its role, the Coolangatta was affectionately known as the Wheelbarrow. In 1870, the Great Flood washed the steamer out of the river, demolishing at least one house in its wild path. When the flood subsided, a team from Sydney assisted local workers to move the ship back up the river and restore her. And they did that within just five weeks. Unfortunately, the skipper was ruined and moved away and it seemed the fated Coolangatta was washed down stream in the next flood in 1873, where the crew were forced to abandon the ship. Coolangatta was carried into the unforgiving sea where she was sadly wrecked. For us, Greenwall Point feels like coming home. You see, the town has a special sparkle that's hard to put your finger on. With an abundance of retirees and holiday homes, many people like to think that the town will not change. The supermarket is just six months old and there are great plans for Goodnight Island, a pretty islet just across the water. The new eco-resort is in the planning stage. Tourists keep flocking here and there will be vacant shop areas on the main street. The town is simply begging for a cafe and bakery. But I hope it manages to hang on to its enchanting ambience. The wind can still be a problem these days, which is perhaps the one downside at Greenwell Point. Throughout summer, the north easterlies are dominant. Thankfully, the Moorie area reaps protection from the northern side of the river. However, the combination of a strong northwesterly blowing against the tidal stream can whip up half-metre seas. The boats on moorings are buffeted between the wind and tide, and we all sail around our anchorage gear. Fortunately, this is not a common occurrence and does not last too long. We have harboured a hope that somewhere in the world is a place for us on land. And now, it seems there is. Greenwall Point has beguiled us from our roaming, alluring us with the locals, unwrapping their smiles and offering the antique cursory of hat-tipping to wish us good day. Contentment comes in the form of watching the locals and tourists try their luck for Flathead. Even Benji the dog, who lives on the foreshore with our friend David, leaps his friends to welcome us as we row ashore. Persistent rain drums steadily in a soothing beat, creating vivid England greens that stir a memory of my home. The miasma of clapboard holiday cottages, upturned dinghies, pelicans perched on lampposts, 
creates Tourette syndromes for our eyes. With our oars in one garden, our carter in another, and our push bikes in yet another, we are spreading our belongings for safekeeping around the town. A push bike ride is one handed, the other in the air for constant waving to the locals, partaking in our fresco chatting. As the sun dips behind the hazy horizon, we listen to the curlew. Its long down, curving beak issues a mournful cry. Daytime we catch glimpses of the seagulls spiralling above, diving and clutching writhing fish. Elegant pelicans skim past along the smooth waters, showing off their aerial abilities. Anchoring by the axes of our desires, we find a cure for waning wonderlust in the creation of a static voyage. The ebb and flow of wants and needs alters unexpectedly for us all. My doubts of buying a house recede back into the murky depths of decisions. We have succeeded in traversing the briar patches of being on the water. And now we face the quicksand of land life. But I think it'll be all right at Greenwall Point. I hope you enjoyed my story about when we arrived and stayed at Greenwall Point. As I said, this was back in April, May 2008 that this story was published in The Cruising Helmsman. Not long after, after two years of work and gathering some money together and selling Mariah, we took off for San Francisco and purchased another boat and once again set sail. Do join me again and I'll update you on those adventures soon. In the meantime, thanks for being there today and listening in. My name's Jackie Parry and I wish you safe sailing.